listening to the First Step Podcast with your host, Jalisa Jun. A new episode starts right now. This is probably the most difficult episode of my podcast I've had to record thus far. In fact, I put off recording this episode for up to two weeks because I was so scared to talk about these things. Recently, I was listening to Pat Flynn's podcast and he did an amazing episode where he asked a few of his entrepreneur friends to talk about their experiences as being parents during quarantine. One of the persons Pat interviewed actually had me in tears because they were crying and I was crying and I'm sure everyone listening was crying too. The woman who was speaking said something that shook me to my core and made me immediately run into the other room and hug my son. She said 10-15 years from now if someone were to ask her how much money she would pay to go back in time and play with her son she would give them all the money she had. And to quote her exact words she said she would pay big money to go back and spend more time with her son. But if they were to ask her how much money she would pay to go back and spend more time working on her business or fussing over that email she forgot to send or the client she lost, she wouldn't pay a single dime. In that moment, as I was bawling my eyes out, I realized two things. One, how important having the right perspective is. And two, how important it is to talk about how unbalanced life as an entrepreneur is because sharing real vulnerable stories like these helps more people understand just how dangerous and unhealthy having some of these entrepreneurial habits is, right? We always hear about the glamorous side of entrepreneurship. In fact, we hear about it all the time, but we rarely ever learn about the other side until we're knee deep in it ourselves. So today, I'm diving deep into my own life to show you just how lopsided life as an entrepreneur can get and what I've been doing to steadily regain that equilibrium back into my life. This is the ugly side of entrepreneurship. But before we dive in, I just want to ask you guys to take a quick screenshot of this episode Tag me on Instagram and let everyone know that you're listening to the First Step Podcast with Jalisa Chan. Now, let's begin episode number 26. I started my entrepreneurship journey about six or seven years ago. And in those early days of startup, those early startup days of my first business, I felt like I had a good amount of balance. I mean, I had a strict schedule, so I would work for certain hours, and I had designated free time, right? When I first started my business, I would work from 8 to 4 or 9 to 5, like a typical employee, right? And I would not work on the weekends and things like that. So I felt like I had a good amount of balance. My social life was great. I would go out often and... All of my relationships, in fact, were pretty great at the time. However, somewhere in between those six or seven years of being an entrepreneur, things changed. I no longer had a routine, like for a very long period of time. And suddenly, all the time was work time. And my relationships started to disintegrate. 
the first set of relationships that were affected were the ones I had with my friends. So there were times my friends would call me to go hang out or come over to their house. And every single time I would tell them, oh, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. And the way I saw it at the time, I was building an empire. So I didn't really have the time to go out, you know. And one day I was scrolling through my personal Instagram page and I saw a picture of my friend. In fact, there were several of my friends in that picture and they were all dressed up and they were at a dinner party and that picture stopped me in my tracks. I I literally froze and I stared at the picture for like a good 10 minutes and I was just staring at everyone because they looked so happy and so beautiful and my admiration of them eventually turned to anger because I picked up my phone and I texted one of my friends and I was like why didn't y'all invite me and what she said really shocked me she said Jalisa honestly when we invite you to stuff you don't even come so for the past several years I've been inviting you to my birthday parties and you've always just flaked on us so this year I just didn't see the need to invite you and after hearing that I was so mad I mean it was the truth but I was so mad and I think I was more sad than mad but that conversation really broke my heart for a while It made me realize how obsessed with my business I had become. So obsessed that I didn't have time for anything else. But the crazy thing is, that experience didn't stop me the way you'd think it would stop me. Like, it didn't change me. And yeah, it made me sad for a while. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be so successful. I'm going to be a millionaire. And then I could go hang out with everyone again. And so I continued to put all of my everything into my businesses and guess what happened? More of my relationships began to suffer. So one of the things nobody talks about is the fact that when you become an entrepreneur, you're very, very likely to lose your ability to stop thinking about work. Like when you're an employee at a regular nine to five job, you know, When that clock reaches 4.59, you lose all interest in what's happening inside those company walls. You go home and you switch off. But when you're an entrepreneur and ultimately your own boss, it's sometimes very, very difficult to make that switch. So most of us end up working all day and all night, seven days a week, and we tend to feel tired all the time. And what happens is, it becomes very difficult to have healthy, happy relationships. And when your significant other wants to spend time alone with you or watch a movie or go for a drive or just hang out and you're like, oh no, I'm tired. I have to finish just one more thing on the computer. It can cause a lot of tension. And so my relationships had a lot of tension. And that can cause unnecessary arguments, unpredictable outbursts, and it's just not a good situation all around, right? It was only until recently, probably within the last year, that I was made aware of how my workaholicness was affecting my loved ones. Since then, I think I've been a lot more mindful of how much I work 
And I try to stick to just a few tasks a day so that I don't completely burn myself out because I have been burnt out a couple times before and it's not good. Um, So I just try to stick to a few things per day and that way I have energy to still show up with passion and vigor in my human relationships and in the other aspects of my life. And I say human because... Our work can easily feel like a relationship. We spend so much time with our businesses, nurturing it, loving it, obsessing over it, that we neglect our human relationships. So for example, I realized how me working all the time was badly affecting my son. Like literally me working from the moment I woke up in the morning to midnight every single day was affecting him because there was just no time to spend with him and even if I was spending time with him I realized I was with him and my phone was with us at the same time you know so he would be talking to me and I wouldn't hear a single word he said and I would look up from my phone and see the way that would just hurt him and seeing him hurt like that would hurt me so now when it comes to playtime the phone is no longer coming with me. Like it, it, it doesn't come with me anymore. No matter how much I try to tell myself, oh, I need to capture the moment or maybe we're in the pool or something and I'm like, I should get my phone. I try to remind myself, you know what? The picture is not worth it. Being fully present in the moment is more valuable and I know it will mean a whole lot to him. And so... There have even been times when I'm playing with him or we're doing art and I'm like, this would make such a great Instagram moment. But then I have to stop myself and remember to just enjoy the moment. You know, every moment doesn't need to be captured and shared on Instagram. And honestly, I feel like that's a distraction. It has become something that's so normal for us to take a picture of every single thing we're doing. But that's not healthy. You can't fully enjoy yourself in the moment if you're focused on taking a picture and the angle and the pose and everything looking just right, right? So I rather enjoy the moment with him and have the memory in my mind forever, you know, instead of taking a picture and putting it on the internet. Because when I'm not fully present with him later on, like when I lay down in my bed, I tend to feel this sense of mommy guilt and it's the worst feeling ever. If you've ever felt it, you know what I'm talking about. Mommy guilt is real and it's horrible and I think that's what the lady on Pat Flynn's podcast was feeling. I I think she was feeling terrible mommy guilt. That's why she burst into tears and you know, I think it's because for the first time she probably realized how stupid she had been for putting her business over her new baby because there were a couple of things that she said that made me you know come to the conclusion that she was a workaholic like how I used to be a workaholic and so when she had this baby she figured you know what I could still be a workaholic I could still do all the things I, I used to do I could still work until four in the morning and the baby could just be there watching YouTube or whatever Um, But as she was speaking, 
she realized, wait a minute, you know, my baby should be my priority, not my business. And I know many people think that the harder they work, the better the life they would be able to provide for their kids. But as a child of a very hardworking mother who provided me with everything under the sun that I could ever want, I could easily tell you guys that I would trade all of those material things that I got as a child if it meant I could spend more time with my mom. If it meant that she would be home more and at work less, you know, I wish, you know, when I look back on my childhood, I wish there were more memories of my mom and I playing together, not me playing mom at work until late, late, late in the night, you know, not saying I had a good life, but I mean, I do wish that we spent more time together, you know, in my childhood. I just, I think I would have been a much more happier person. Not saying that I'm not happy, but it it did affect me. And it still affects me. I'm an adult and it still affects me when I think about my childhood. Yeah, I had everything. had all of the toys. had the best of the best. But you just... So, sometimes... Not sometimes. But the reality is... Material things can never replace the comfort and the love um, of a parent being there. Of physical presence. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get... The other type of present and we don't have the person's physical presence and that can affect us you know so for me coming from that type of background and having my own child now I make sure to go out of my way to ensure that my businesses never become a greater priority and that's why when you see me at like events or workshops or anything work related you're most likely to see my son because I'm not gonna leave him home by himself right I'm gonna take him with me and I feel like I am my own boss I'm an entrepreneur and I can do that you know I don't have anyone to answer to so why not take him along with me you know if he comes in while I'm recording a podcast that's okay you know there have been several times I've been recording um or doing a live stream on Instagram, for instance, or recording YouTube videos, and he comes in, and I don't stop, you know, I might tell him to chill out, but, you know, it's okay, he can come in, he can jump in front of the camera, and I know it's because he wants the attention, and I'll gladly give it to him, And so I hope all of the parents and entrepreneurs listening to this can walk away from this episode today recognizing all the areas of their lives where they may have fallen short or um, have mismanaged their priorities as a result of basically being an always working, never taking a break type of entrepreneur and I hope that after you guys recognize all the areas you may have fallen short, you intentionally start taking the steps to improve in those areas because 
like I said, your relationships, your friendships, your health, your happiness, those are the things that are actually worth it. You know, people always talk about when you come to the end of your life and, you know, if people ask you what's the one thing you regret, whatever, whatever. And I I genuinely feel like a lot of people would say they regret working as hard as they worked. And I don't want to become one of those people. And so my whole purpose of making this podcast is to make all of my um, friends who are in business and all of my podcast listeners and my community realize that, yeah, work is essential, work is necessary, but don't become a slave to work Um, And don't give work a greater priority in your life to the point where the other aspects of your life, like your relationships and the things that actually matter, you know, fall to the wayside. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, I know it was a very short one, a quick one, um, but nevertheless, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave me a review on apple Podcasts. let me know what your favorite episode so far of the first step podcast has been where you're listening from and be sure to take a screenshot tag me on instagram and let everyone know you're listening to the first step podcast with jalisa john you just listened to the first step podcast with jalisa john Be sure to check the show notes for links to my social media accounts and don't forget to share this episode with your friends.